Hello, hi, welcome to the Radically Rooted podcast. My name is Sarah and I'll be your host. On this podcast, I'll be talking all about mental, physical, spiritual health, diet, nutrition, lifestyle, beauty, so much more. Um, You name it, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it all. Um, And I want to give you guys the knowledge and the tools to live a radical lifestyle. Um, You know, I haven't always lived this way and I, my life is so much better because of it. And I just think there are still so many people that need this information. So I really hope you guys like this first episode. Um, it's just going to be like a little bit of a introduction and, you know, a little bit of my background. And I want to apologize in advance because I do not know how to podcast. Um, I am learning as I go. And, you know, you can't be great at something you've never done. So I don't have like the fancy music yet or, you know, I don't know. We're just going to see how this goes because... Um, I've wanted to start a podcast for a long time now, but I've just have been waiting for the perfect moment and you guys, the perfect moment never comes. So this year I really want to make it a rule in my life that um, I'm not going to wait for the perfect moment. I'm just going to take action and do it because yeah, the perfect moment's never going to come. So I really hope you guys enjoy the first episode and please bear with me. Um, Please bear with me uh, because, you know, I'm sure my first couple episodes are not going to be so great. But if you stick around, I promise they'll get better and I'm going to learn as I go and they'll get better with time. But I promise you the information is going to be awesome. So please stick around and um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the first episode. All right, welcome to the first episode. I am going to give you guys a little bit of a backstory um, to kind of catch you up to speed, I guess, and I guess let you know how I got where I am today. So I started my health and fitness journey around, I guess, my senior year of high school. Yeah, I, yeah, my senior year of high school. And I had a really rough time in high school. It was honestly like looking back my whole life, really. Um, But just like mental health wise, and like, I just always struggled. I never felt like I fit in. But it wasn't until high school that I got uh, help medically for my anxiety and depression. And I was heavily medicated for it. So I also was um, underweight. Uh, Like I looked malnourished, honestly. Um, No matter what I did, like I felt like my stomach was a black hole. Like I could eat and eat and eat and I just couldn't gain weight. So the medication that I was put on, the doctors warned me. They were like, hey, this might make you gain some weight. And I was like, awesome. I can't wait to take this medication. I've been trying to gain weight for forever and nothing has worked. So I was excited to be on this medication and finally gain weight until I put on about 80 pounds in a matter of a couple months. 
um, or maybe more, honestly, I, my highest weight was like 185, 190. And I was like under a hundred pounds. So I went from this skinny malnourished looking girl to this overweight, fat, chubby girl. And I just like, and this was like in a matter of like four months, I did not recognize myself. And when I finally went back to school or I went, I ended up going to a different school, but like when I would see people from high school, they probably didn't recognize me either. Like you could tell who I was, but like, it was just like, whoa, like, you know, when you haven't seen someone in a while and they gain a bunch of weight, like you're like shocked. So, and I could tell like, that was the worst feeling in the world. Like, you know, when someone's shocked when they see you, like, that's how it felt. Like I could just tell other people were shocked when they saw me. Um, And so, yeah, I didn't recognize myself anymore. And I, you know, my psychologist, what a man. He was amazing. And there aren't many doctors like this anymore. So I'm so thankful for him. But I went to him and I was like, listen, doc, I know I'm not suicidal anymore, but, you know, this ain't it. Like, I don't like the way I look. I don't feel like myself. Like I just, I want to get off all my medication. And he was like, all right, let's get you off this medication. So he introduced me to exercising. He told me that working out releases these happy, feel good endorphins and that I should start exercising regularly. And so I started exercising and I started eating healthy. Well, you know, what I thought was eating healthy, that's a podcast for a different day. But um, I, so yeah, I started working out, eating healthy, and I started to lose the weight. And I eventually got off all my medication. But I started to become quite obsessive with working out. And at one point, I was doing a 5 a.m. CrossFit class, and then after school, I would go to Planet Fitness and lift weights. And I was constantly injuring myself because I wasn't eating enough. I wasn't fueling my body enough with what it needed. So I was just constantly injuring myself. And this went on for a couple years, and within those years, I decided I wanted to do a bikini competition because, you know, that's what everyone does who's into health and fitness like bikini competitions are like the epitome like those girls are like the epitome of health right or that's what you think so I drop a couple thousand on an online coach and uh you guys he had me lifting six days a week cardio seven days a week and eating under 1200 calories now I know competitions are like super strict but like this wrecked my hormones and wrecked my metabolism which most of those girls their metabolism is wrecked but you look at them and you think they're healthy but most of them are not and um and so yeah I forgot exactly how it all went down because it was so many years ago but my emails started not getting returned and long story short I never ended up competing and I had a 
wrecked metabolism and it took me a long time to recover from it. Now, I was never diagnosed with an eating disorder, but I very much had disordered eating and it went on for years. I'll tell you guys a funny story. Well, it's not really funny. It's actually kind of sad, but um, I went to go climb Mount Washington with a couple of my friends and um, if you don't know Mount Washington, let me look it up. It's like one of the highest mountains near me. Um, okay, so it's Mount Washington. It's in New Hampshire. I live in New England. And um, it's one of the highest peaks in the northeastern United States at 6,288 feet. 0.2 feet. So I go to climb this 6,000 foot mountain, but... I binge ate the night before. I ate like pizza, ice cream, whole box of cookies. Like I went in. And so in my messed up little brain of mine, I say to myself, okay, well, I ate all those calories last night. If I just hike Mount Washington and not eat the whole day, it'll cancel out all the calories I ate last night. Like what? That is so (laughs) messed up. Um, I'm not sure what was going on in my brain, but I remember getting to the top of the mountain and like feeling like I was going to faint. Um, and my friends were like, oh, you need to eat something. I finally ended up eating, but, um, yeah. Oh, God bless me. (laughs) I'm not sure what was going on with me, but anyway. So once I graduated college, I got on my first ship and well let me back up so I went to a college called Mass Maritime Academy and I majored in marine transportation which is basically I never know how to explain this to people I should probably look up like the proper terms but basically you go to school to learn how to drive boats and um, I originally wanted to go into the Navy from high school but my mom was not too keen on that idea. I'm an only child and the thought of her little baby girl uh, going into the military was not a happy one for her. But um, yeah, I just had no idea what I wanted to do out of high school. Like, and school was never my thing. I I hated school. And um, I grew up on boats, and so I just figured the Navy would be a great place for me to start my adult life, but um, neither of my parents went to college, and, you know, my mom, my mom really wanted me to go to college. I think my dad did, too. You know, they just want the best for their child, you know? I can't argue with that, but I just, I didn't want to go to college, Um And so my mom made a point. She was like, why don't you go to to college for two years? You know, that way you can get a better position if you still want to go into the Navy. And I was like, all right, yeah, I guess that's true. And she was like, you know, and just because you're going to go into the Navy doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be put on a boat. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's kind of true. So I agreed and uh, she did some research and she found Mass Maritime. And when she showed me, I was like, what? You can go to school to learn how to drive boats? That's sick. So um, I 
by the time I found Mass Maritime, uh, it was too late to apply, and I didn't want to like sit around for a year. My grades in call or my grades in high school were horrible. I honestly don't even know how I graduated on time. So I went to community college for a year, got my grades up, and then I attended Mass Maritime the following year. And so it took me five years to graduate from there. And, you know, there were some good memories, but it was hard. It was really hard for me. What's the saying? They're like, "It's it's a great place to be from, not a great place to be at. And that's exactly how I feel. Like, Uh, looking back, I just, yeah, you could not pay me to go back. I would not want to. But anyway, um, so I graduated in 2020 and that's when COVID hit. And then I got on my first ship around the time they started rolling out the vaccines. And, you know, 2020 really opened up my eyes to what health was and, I took a deep dive into like holistic health and um, alternative medicine and you know I, w- I was really shocked at what I found. Um, but anyway, long story short, this company wanted me to get the vaccine and I didn't want to. <laughs> um, so they told me that I was going to have to be sent home if I didn't get it and I said okay that's fine. And, you know, we went back and forth and I just told them, no, I'm not getting it. Like, you're not changing my mind. Um, And they finally came back and said, okay, we actually can't make you get it. Um, But I know so many people that, like, uh, like the shipping industry, like, they were having to get this vaccine. And I just, like, that was not an option for me. They were coming out with, you know all these things about how it's affecting women's menstrual cycles and you know I was just thinking like I want to have a family someday I don't like we don't know the long-term effects of this yet I just don't feel comfortable getting it like thank you for making it and you know I'm happy if you were the one one of the people that you know wanted to get it but (laughs) I don't feel comfortable doing it so I'm not getting it um And so I I just remember spending many nights crying because I just spent five years going to school and I realized the whole shipping industry is probably going to be like this. And if I want to ship out, they're going to make me get this vaccine. So I started brainstorming and I was just like, okay, what else can I do? Um, And I have always loved skincare because I've always struggled with it. I've always struggled with acne. And so I decided I was going to go back to school to become an esthetician. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I got off my ship three months, um, three months, way too long. (laughs) And after I got off my ship, I enrolled in esthetician school and, you know, I thought that was going to fix my skin. I thought going to school for skin, great, I'm going to learn about it and, you know, my skin's going to be great and I'm finally going to have clear skin. Well, I don't. <laughs> I still don't. It's getting better. It's healing now. But, um, yeah, it, it wasn't my, my ticket into clear skin. So, 
And like during all this time, I was also dealing with all these issues that no doctor could explain and they were running these tests and they just kept telling me everything was coming back fine. And I was just like, what? I'm pretty sure like all these symptoms I'm having is not fine. Like I wasn't born with these symptoms. So like what's causing them? Uh, But they just kept telling me everything was fine. So I set out to find my own answers and now I'm currently enrolled to become an integrative health practitioner. And, you know, I've been on my healing journey for a while and it takes time. I, I didn't get sick overnight. It was years, decades really, of eating a standard American diet, which the acronym for that is SAD. So how ironic is that? Um, you know, being on birth control, all the medications I was on, um, using hormone disrupting products. Like there's just so many things that I was doing that caused all these things caused all this dis-ease in my body and eventually my body couldn't handle it anymore and it started saying screaming for help so um within the last couple months though I am starting to finally see my skin improve and heal and I'm just so over the moon about it because I have always struggled with my skin and if you have ever struggled with acne you know how much it can affect you emotionally not just emotionally but physically too like I I remember waking up and just being in physical pain because of my acne it's awful so if you're struggling right now with your skin like my heart goes out to you um and I hope that I can help you um for the longest time I was like doing and implementing all these healthy things but I wasn't seeing improvement in my skin or like in any area and now that I'm in this program learning how to become an integrative health practitioner I'm just learning about all this stuff and I'm I'm realizing how much your nervous system plays into all of this and you can be doing all the right things but if your body is in fight or flight like none of it matters Uh, not that none of it matters, but like your body doesn't feel safe. So that's its first priority is getting back to safety. And so many of us spend our entire day in fight or flight and eventually your body isn't going to be able to keep up with any of it. And you're just going to open up a can of worms. You know, knowing what I know now is such a blessing, but also it's a curse. It's a blessing because I'm much more aware of the chemical exposures, but it's a curse because, man, I just want to live my life like the rest of the population and walk around ignorant and naive about all these things. But um, I'm grateful for it because uh, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is eventually illness. And ignorance is only a good thing until you get super sick. And then you're like, oh, crap, now I have to worry about all the chemicals I'm using to clean my house and the chemicals I'm putting on my skin for my skincare, lotions, hair care, and makeup, and the toxic detergent that I'm using to wash my clothes, and the toxic perfumes. If you're using perfume, please stop, because the chemicals mimic estrogen and it wreaks havoc on your hormones. Um, the candles you burn in your house and the Glade plugins, oh my gosh, 
please stop. Those are horrible for you. Um, the chemicals in our water supply, the pesticides, the glyphosate, the seed oils you ingest due to all the non-organic, crappy, chemical-laden, processed, nasty food, which actually isn't even food. It's just a bunch of chemicals and they tell you it's food, but really it's the furthest thing from it. And also the cookware you use. If it's non-stick, even if you're cooking healthy food, but you're cooking it on a non-stick pan, you're basically just ruining all that food because those pans have PFAs in them and so many other chemicals to make them non-stick and it's leaching into your food. So please cook with a cast iron pan or a stainless steel pan. Don't be afraid to use butter. Like butter is not bad for you. You know, the list goes on, really. Um, I could go on about this for days. And I understand, like, it gets overwhelming. I get overwhelmed sometimes. But that's why I want to make this podcast. That's why I want to put out this information. So, like, hopefully I can make it not so overwhelming. But, like, also make you guys realize, like, this is a big deal. Um, and it's important. And... You know, people can say I'm over the top or radical in my thinking or I just need to live my life and, you know, that I'm too scared of everything and I live in a bubble and, but honestly, I am scared. Um, I am scared because I'm not just thinking of myself. I'm thinking of the future generations to come and my future children and I'm scared. Like, I am so scared for my generation and the children that they are going to create like our society is so sick and yet here in america we have quote unquote the best advanced medical care system in the entire world well that's a bunch of baloney because we've never been sicker um the things that were extremely rare a hundred years ago are now normal for people in their 20s and 30s and you know even younger I mean, look at all the women that suffer from infertility, the obesity, the chronic diseases, the autism rates that have skyrocketed, the children that are off the walls and have behavioral issues, and the depression, the anxiety, and the suicide, and guys, the identification crisis that's going on, and people thinking that they can identify as cats or whatever they feel like being, or like... One day they wake up and they're Sam and then the next day they're Samantha and they don't know if they're a boy or a girl and uh, it's just, it's so sad, but at the same time, it's not their fault because of what society is feeding us through TV, the news, social media, and our school systems. It's just, uh, it's complete madness. And um, if people want to tell me, you know, just stay in your lane. Don't worry about it. It's not bothering you. It's not hurting you. Why do you care what other people are doing? But it is hurting us. It's hurting all of us. It's hurting our future generations to come. But you know what? Throughout all this madness going on in the world, I have peace because at the end of the day, I know where I'm going. I know that once I leave this earth, my life is really only just going to begin. And um, I'm going to spend my life, the rest of my life in heaven with God himself. And uh, it's going to be perfect. 
there won't be any more evil, pain, tears, um, and knowing that just gives me so much peace. So anyway, on that note, while I'm still here, at least on this earth, I want to help others. And I want to help them to live how God intended us to live. Like, we were not meant to sit in a box and stare at a screen all day and never see the sun or go outdoors and only live for the weekends. Like, we just weren't meant to live like that. We should be living a life that is filled with purpose and joy and helping and serving others. And if we aren't the healthiest version of ourselves, that's going to be pretty difficult to fulfill. Like God gave us, God gave each and every one of us a purpose. And he also gave us uh, our bodies and we should be treating them like a temple and taking the utmost care of it so we can fulfill the purpose he gave us. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to finally share my journey and I'm excited to help and give you guys the tools and information you need to live a radically rooted lifestyle. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen and I will be back with another episode soon. This is Sarah on the Radically Rooted podcast and I hope you guys have a blessed day.